Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July. Hope everyone is safe and didn't lose your dog, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's one of the big things with July 4th. Absolutely. We saw one report and 58 dogs at one of our uh, shelters uh, from scared dogs. And uh, that is Kevin Flesh. We are glad to have Kevin with us today. And uh, we are down in Colorado Springs. And we hope you'll come by and see us. We are here to celebrate the one-year anniversary for Archery School of the Rockies. We are at 2110 Bush Avenue. And uh, they will be open till 6 o'clock tonight. We'll be hanging out here a couple of hours uh, for our show and then shooting a little bit ourselves. And so I hope you'll come see us. The phone number 719-ARCHERY, 719-272-4379. And you can check out their website, archeryschooloftherockies.com. Well, we want to thank Dennis Hess for being uh, inviting us down and uh, for being with us here first. And then we're going to talk to several other folks uh, that are on staff here as well. But Dennis, thanks for having us down. Uh, glad you could make it. So, one year. Man, sure went fast. Yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> just seems like it was a couple months ago you were down here for a grand opening here in the new building. And it's been a whirlwind it, it sure has <laughs> the building's impressive talk about what you have down here in the, in the way of the range and also all the inventory that you have too uh range first of all we're we've got 60 lanes at the 20 yards 18 meters uh, about half of them we can actually shoot to, to 30 yards on and we also have set up an indoor 3D range that goes to right at 40 yards. Yep. And even elevated shots on the 3D range. I saw so, that, yeah. Uh, Full-service pro shop, uh, wide variety of brands of equipment, and just we keep expanding as we go. And we are looking here in the next month or so, we will be adding a 3D video. Oh, just tell us about that. What oh, is that? Oh, man, those are, I've, I've done that a couple times. That's very cool. Yeah, we uh, actually were bringing a system in from Germany. It's called uh, Sim4D and over 500 different screens to shoot. You can uh, basically hunt animals from all over the world and a lot of uh, fantasy, uh, set targets, moving targets. It's, it's going to be good. And so that's a, a special arrow that has kind of special tip on it that you No, do? that's one of the reasons we're going with this system is you shoot okay. your regular arrows, regular wow. tips. Because the one I've done before, yeah, you had to use something yeah, special. This, yeah. this is one of the big advantages of this. You're going to use your regular arrows. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get Karen on here in just a few minutes. Uh, Karen, Karen, Karen's, Karen's telling us all about it without actually showing it on the radio. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, there's one thing that's great about here, and I know, uh, you know, when we were here, when you first opened, you could tell this is really something that's great for the whole family. I mean, archery is that in itself, but here you've got room to bring the whole family Everybody can do it together, learn together, and I think that's one of the great advantages here for Archery School of the Rockies. That is one of the things here. We 
we want uh, an all-inclusive family atmosphere and we do have that here uh, we have everything from four-year-olds up to uh, you met Mike one of our yep Mike. one of our older shooters but uh, anybody uh, we want to see you come in and enjoy archery sure well, and that's the interesting thing about your pro shop is you've got you've got compound bows, but you've got recurves, you've got everything to run the gamut. So someone starting out, all the way up to the really experienced uh, shooter. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if you want to do Olympic archery, hunting, just recreational shooting, plinking in the backyard, basically, right. and here on our range. Uh, yeah, we have we have everything, and, and Karen's walking over with one of our. <laughs> One of our huge bows. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that's for the little kids. That's awesome. How do you describe this on the radio? It's about uh, two and a half foot recurve for the little ones to use. Wow. Yeah. So what age have you had kids come in? Our youngest that we generally uh, start lessons is four years old. Four years old. Wow. We have went younger <laughs> with one in particular. Mm -hmm. That actually started at about two and a half. Okay. But, uh, so let's talk about getting started in archery. You know, I mean, sometimes I, I'm kind of in that break now. Always been a rifle hunter. Going to do archery elk first time this year. Um, talk about the, you know, getting started because I think sometimes, you know, when you haven't done it before, you want to get in and get some lessons so you don't develop some bad habits and all the things. So just talk about getting started. The best way is we have introductory lessons, and what we do this month, we're doing uh, four one-hour lessons for $60. We supply all the equipment, and even somebody that wants to get into hunting and so forth, what we'll generally do is we'll start them off on a recurve, get their form set, and then we'll move them into a compound if that's the way they want to go, or traditional, or whichever direction they want to go. But, uh, it gives them a good start, and with lessons, you don't start with bad habits. Sure. That is very, it's real easy to remember a bad habit. It's more difficult to start with good habits if, mm -hmm. if you don't have any anybody to, to coach you along. Right. So it really is the best way to start. And the other side of it is you can come in and shoot to different types of bows and see which direction you really want to go. Once again, we're coming to you live from Archery School of the Rockies. Uh, my name is Scott Watley here along with Kevin Flesh. We're at 2110 Bush Avenue here in Colorado Springs. They will be open till 6 today and also 1 to 5 tomorrow, which is Sunday. So if you're listening to our replay on Sundays at 8 a.m. or 4 p.m., just know they are open Sunday from 1 to 5 p.m. Now, you do a lot for kids. Karen, so let's talk about some of the day camps you do for kids and uh, and really why that's important to you guys to get kids involved. Well, it's important to us because that's the future of archery. Sure. Okay. Um, so the camps that we do right now, we're doing an outdoor camp, and that's with um, the county park, and uh, we do an indoor camp as well. So they alternate from week to week. The information's on our website. If you can't find it, just call us. Somebody will be able to give you all the information over the phone. 
Okay, great. And once again, 719 Archery is the number, 719-272-4379. So what, is the, what do the kids do in the outdoor camp? Um, we learn, first of all, safety. And then Very we, important. And then we learn safety. <laughs> and then we learn safety again. But, okay, so then it's just an introduction to archery. We play different games. Okay, we actually take uh, 3D targets out so they can shoot at those. Um, and the last day of camp is the most fun, I think, because we do things like archery art, where we hang up stuff to shoot at that has paint in it, oh. and we create masterpieces. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is really neat. That's yeah. about the only way I could paint. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's great fun, so we just try to introduce them to the different aspects of archery what's out there what they can do we take the 3ds out there so that they can get an idea of what what hunting would be like so it's a way to introduce all of archery to them and what age are the kids that that are on the outdoor to? camp they have to be eight no six okay Okay, so they have to be six for the archery camp. For because kids. that's okay. one of the county's requirements. Sure. Okay. Indoor camp, they can be four. And indoor camp runs about the same way, except we don't do archery art because <laughs> we don't have a volunteer to clean up afterwards. <laughs> All right. Understood. And uh, we're doing 15% off uh, right now store-wide. So Archery School of the Rockies here come in. Again, they've got a great pro shop and a great retail area. And Dennis, one thing we're trying to do, and we'll talk about this a little later in another segment, but, uh, you know, getting all the hunters to let them know that you're here and all the things you're offering for hunters. And by the way, you can get your licenses here now, so that's another yes. great advantage. Yeah, we are now a licensing agent for, for Colorado, so you can come in here and get your hunting licenses. Uh, your park and, pass. And you park passes. Park pass. That's also. nice. So that's something we've added. We just keep trying to do more and more as far as uh being a one-stop shop for for everybody sure come out and see us again they'll be open till six o'clock tonight and uh kevin and i will hang out here a little while for after the show as well we're going to do some shooting so i hope you'll come see us and bring the family and once again a great great shop and uh 15 off store wide and uh, they will take care of you and, and dennis just really before our break here i mean a bow is about the most individualized thing that we used in the hunting world because, I mean, just to get in the draw length and all that. So in our later segment today, we'll kind of talk about the importance of getting fitted right. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. Don't let mosquitoes disrupt your family fun at your next barbecue or keep the kids from camping out in the backyard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I'm very happy that our outdoor activities have been mosquito-free for the last four years thanks to the fine folks at Mosquito Authority. Their mission is to help protect you and your family from mosquitoes and the diseases they carry. And did you know when your dog or cat is bitten by a mosquito, heartworm is one of the most common infections? At Mosquito Authority, they guarantee you won't be bothered by mosquitoes between treatments. And if you are, hey, all you have to do is call. They'll come back out, reassess your property, and if necessary, retreat at no additional charge. No contracts, no commitments, and best of all, no mosquitoes. Call 303-688-2847. That's 303-688-2847 or visit MosquitoAuthority.com. 
After an accident, think about Flesh and Beck Law. After your accident, you didn't think it was a big deal. You didn't think you were injured. You didn't think you'd ever hurt that much. You didn't think you'd have to miss work. You didn't think physical therapy would take so long. You didn't think there'd be so many hospital bills. You didn't think that the insurance company would take so long and give so little. You definitely didn't think you'd ever be in this situation, but you are. After an accident, think Flesh and Beck Law. Flesh and Beck have the experience and the knowledge to think about all the details you didn't know you'd have to worry about. They will answer all of your questions and help you to determine if you are entitled to compensation for your pain and suffering. After an accident, think Flesh and Beck Law. 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886. Call today to find out if they can help you. Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. My name is Scott Watley. We appreciate you being with us. Kevin Flesh is here with us as well, and you can catch Kevin. We do a legal hour every other Thursday, which will be coming up this Thursday. So I hope you'll catch us there and uh, Flesh and Beck Law. And we want to thank Kevin for all his support and uh, for being a partner here with us on our show, Sportsman of Colorado. We are coming to you live from Archery School of the Rockies, and we are at 2110 Bush Avenue. They will be open open till 6 o'clock tonight, and then on Sunday, 1 to 5. So once again, if you are listening to our replay on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. or 4 p.m., uh, they are open Sunday, 1 to 5. Well, Kevin, we have some very special guests now. We do. It's not very often that we can get them in the studio today or, or on, on location. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Kendall and Addie, my daughters, are here today, and they're going to tell us about their turkey hunt that I was involved with as well. We were... Uh, guided by uh, other folks that have have also uh, been on the show, Donnell and Lisa, and uh, maybe girls, you can tell us about what we did this spring and and how that hunt went. Um, Addie, Addie, we're, we might as well get cut to the chase. And Addie actually shot a turkey this year, so that was pretty exciting. So, Addie, maybe tell us about the setup and what we were doing, um, what Donnell and Lisa gave us in the way of uh, little gifts our hunt and and what we learned from the experience yeah so um we set up in a blind we actually were in two different blinds um in the morning and afternoon um in the morning blind uh we didn't we didn't see any turkeys come around so after lunch we moved to a second location and um yeah, so we were just sitting in the blind. And, and, and describe the blind. we got to talk about the blind itself because it's a pretty cool blind, right? Yeah, um, we were in a special, like, 360 blind. So it had mesh on the outside. So it seemed almost clear to us. 
but it was somehow so that the turkeys couldn't see us. We could only see them. So that was really neat. It's almost like a two-way mirror. <laughs> yeah, two-way mirror. <laughs> so, so talk about what, what we learned relating to calling the turkeys in and, and how to interact with the turkeys too. Yes, yeah, so they had some different methods of calling in the turkeys. So um, there was like a slate call and we used a tool on a slate and kind of etched it to make a, the sound of a turkey. And there was a box call, um, which I wasn't very good at, but um, yeah, so there were just different ways um, to kind of communicate with the turkeys. And Lisa and Donnell were really good with knowing like what the turkeys were saying and how to respond to them and kind of call them in. It's really cool, and they're fun to watch them come in too, mm -hmm. right? I mean, they're they're very you've probably seen turkeys before yeah. going down the road, but then when you're hunting them, I mean, it's just cool to hear them gobble and respond to your call, and man, your heart starts beating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, the two the two toms that we had come in, we heard from a long way away, and we interacted with them for it seemed like a long time, but it probably wasn't. But it seemed mm -hmm. like a long time because of the just they were behind us you didn't know where they were going to be coming in or when they were coming in how they were coming in and and uh, but certainly talking back and forth so t talk let's talk about that because we spent a lot of time in the blind not seeing anything or hearing anything yeah so we, we weren't hearing like anything and then these two toms were super loud and we could hear them behind us and with sound you can kind of like tell where it is in location to you and so we could tell it was like coming down this road near our blind and um, they were just like super vocal, really loud. And so we were like calling back to them and like, it sounded like we we're kind of having a conversation. Um, and so we did like move them forward or communicate with them. So they came closer to us more towards um, the decoys. And so, yeah, they just like came down this road and we set up, so. I think Kendall should talk about how the shots went. <laughs> <laughs> well, Addie had a pretty good angle for these two turkeys. I was kind of tilted a little bit. That's what I'm blaming my miss on. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, she had a pretty straight on hit. And then I, I, was, yeah, I was a little tilted, so it was a little tricky for me. But this blind isn't very big, right? So oh, no, I mean, there's not a lot of room in there to move no, around. Yeah. So there's Lisa and I in the back. You guys were sitting in front of us. So there's basically, we're, we're in this little blind, four people. And then sort of, we've we'd never had a situation where we have two toms come in. So then she's kind of talking to us about, all right, we're going to count to three and you're both going to shoot at the same time. And so you're waiting for the birds to come in and I'm on my phone taking a video, or she was, of the whole thing. And it is, the way they communicate back and forth, these two toms were so excited about, they thought that they were going to, you know, find these hens that were, we were acting like. So mm -hmm. they were pretty, we, we couldn't get our call done, and they were, re, you know, responding really? to the call. Yeah. So, but, and, and they just slowly, it seemed like a long time that it took them, because you'd hear the gobble, and they'd be a little bit closer, and then a little bit closer, but... Um, it took a while for that to happen, and then you see them, and then you're like, "Oh, geez, we can't move." Did they come right into the decoys? Uh, yeah, they did. They so we waited a bit because they were like in an area where we could take a shot, but we waited till they came like right in front of us with the decoys, and that's when we took the shot. Yeah, but yeah, they kind of circled around, and so they and they were in weeds that you could see their heads or part mm -hmm. of their body, and and um, it, it was and I of course wasn't shooting at all. I was watching these guys, right. so it was just fun to watch so you both 
the, the plan was to count to three and both shoot? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, so we kind of discussed, like, I'd take the one on the right and she'd take the one on the left. And you had to, like, set up really early because these turkeys can detect, like, any motion. Yeah. And so we were just, like, waiting there, which felt like forever because, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so we were just waiting there and then we counted down and she actually shot first because I was, I don't know, I hesitated a little bit. Yeah. And so then we took our shots and my turkey went down and then... Because it was dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mine went down. Yours was scared. Yeah, I got Yours scared. Yours was dead. Okay. <laughs> Mine got scared and hit the ground. <laughs> and then a few seconds later it flew up and then I tried following it, but it didn't work very well because of all the nets and stuff in the yeah, line. Yeah, it got spooked, so it like hit the ground. <laughs> so we thought she got it for a second, but then it got up and like started to run and then flew away. And like we took a couple more shots at it when it was flying away, but we couldn't find it. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised how big the birds were were you surprised yeah i i when we were actually able to get our, your hands on the one that you mm -hmm. shot but just seeing them come in i mean they're mm -hmm. they're much bigger than i expected yeah, them to be they're very big birds yeah once okay. again kendall and Addie are with us these are kevin flesh twin daughters and uh we're glad they're with us his wife janet came down to colorado springs as well and we're glad they're here hope you'll come down and see us we're at 2110 bush avenue we are at archery school of the rockies they'll be here till six o'clock tonight and then sunday one to five so talk about how donnell and lisa and again we know them well and they're great hunters but talk about what it meant for them to kind of um, explain things to you because I know Donnell is really good at that and making you feel comfortable and everything yes. when you don't know what you're doing and trust me we've all been there uh, talk about that for a minute yeah um, we were definitely a little hesitant going into it because we'd only done little birds like pheasant and chuckers and things so we had a lot of questions and they appreciated those questions and they did a wonderful job of explaining everything and just like easing our nerves they like went beyond what we could have imagined, just explaining every little detail, the like turkeys' behavior, why they do what they do. It was, it was really nice of them. Right. I think the really good thing about Donnell and Lisa is they're not, they weren't. I mean, they were guiding us, but that's not really their purpose. Sure. They're right. really, they're really trying to teach the girls how to hunt turkeys themselves. Right. And um, and you could tell that because they were really interested in in having you guys and me because I'd never. I've never hunted turkeys either. Um, you just learn so much that at, after we've done what two days with them or three days over the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah, a couple. That I think now I would be comfortable with a box call and maybe mm -hmm. doing some other calling and going out on our own and just trying to figure it out. Um, and that's really what they try to help with their hunting divas and the, right. the other organizations that they're involved with. That's that's their passion is getting people involved so that they're not relying on a guide, but that they're you're learning something on on their own. And it really shows through. Mm -hmm. I mean, we shot the bird, and then then what did Lisa do? Well, <laughs> then we brought the bird back into the blind, and we it's not gunning it. No, right? Right. she made that very clear. She's not gutting it. <laughs> but we, like, got the breast out and all the meat and everything, and she, like, explained everything what she was doing. And it was very cool and helpful to see, like, just, like, how important it is. And, like, it, she made it sure that she, like, thanked the turkey for its life and everything. <laughs> and then she kind of, like, just explained everything she was doing. And it was really cool to see, and um, it made the experience even more enjoyable. Right. Once again, we're at Archery School of the Rockies. Hope you'll come see us. One thing I want to mention, we're going to talk about this in our last segment with Dennis Hess again, but for all the military here in the Colorado Springs area, all day Thursday, um, you get to come shoot, right, Dennis? And, uh, and it is free, right, yes. for all military. And then on Tuesdays, they are doing now uh, a free shoot for first responders. 
And so for first responders and military, and uh, once again, we want to thank Archery School of the Rockies for doing this. And uh, thank all of you. Hey, we just celebrate Independence Day, Kevin. want to thank Absolutely. Every, all of our service folks out there and uh, for all that they um, do for us every day, uh, protecting our country for sure. So now it was cool to hear all the different sounds, Turk. Most of us grow up just thinking of a gobble, but mm-hmm. then when you hear all the different sounds turkeys make, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was really neat because especially Lisa, she was really good at mimicking exactly like, not exactly what the tom was saying because it's different from a hen, but she had a bunch of different calls and it really sounded like a turkey. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Victoria and I, we had to be out of town and um, had an opening, and uh, we had had some people talking about Bushman's Quivers. I want to talk about that oh, just yeah. a minute, your Africa trip. And yeah. uh, that was really cool. Huh? So talk a minute about that. Yeah, so um, we went to South Africa last year, last fall, right, or spring? Spring break. Spring break, yeah. <laughs> and um, we did a photo safari, and it was really cool um, just seeing all the different animals um, kind of just, like, coexisting. And I've never seen big animals like that in the wild, so it was super cool just to see them all living together. And, um, yeah, we saw a bunch of a, diff- a wide range of different wildlife, elephants and giraffes and impala <laughs> a lot of impala a lot of impalas yeah a lot of impalas for yes. sure and uh fc i mean great guy right yes. good yes. guy and yeah. i remember listening to the show and uh, you guys were talking about how he just you didn't even feel like he was a guiding he just felt like part of your group kind right. Of, right yeah an old friend yeah, yeah absolutely and kevin that was i mean for your whole family i mean yeah. to, to take all you the women over there and you, I mean, to South Africa. I mean, it was a great trip for your whole family. It was. It was really, really special. And, and then the thing about it was it was so nice going over with Bushman's Quiver because we know them so well. I mean, we had dinner with their family one night. Yes. Um, having uh, FC with us was really special. Even though we weren't hunting any animals, um, having a professional hunter with us was helpful in giving us additional information about each animal and how they were reacting and what they were doing. I mean, we had one instance where we had a bull that, a bull elephant that was in the roadway that was pretty agitated, and it was just nice to have him there sort of to talk about what to look for and what the animal was doing so that we were in a safe situation, even though, even though we're in a, a vehicle. You don't realize how small you are until you get near <laughs> yeah. all those bull elephants. And, uh, and just the whole environment itself, South Africa, if you haven't been, it needs to be on your bucket list no matter what. Sure. It really does. It's a special place. And it's not just the, the going over there to shoot an animal. You like right, to do right. that. But certainly <laughs> the whole experience. I mean, we're, the first night uh, when we got there and we stayed, they've got the really nice in the Limpopo area. They've got the nice camp mm-hmm. there, and meeting that little meerkat that you drive <laughs> yeah, up in yeah. the, you know, and and just seeing the animals right inside the camp that was special. So. Right, right. Check it out. It's Bushman's Quiver Quality African Safaris dot com, and uh, once again, we can help you with that if you're looking for a hunting safari or a photographic safari. We can help you with that. And again, great, great people at Bushman's Quiver. Well, ladies, well, congratulations on your turkey. <laughs> We're you. still looking for one, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you guys one and maybe here in the fall or next spring. But uh, that's cool that you guys do this and hunt together and have fun. And you got something on her now. So yeah. <laughs> I killed Ken- the Kendall's still trying to get in the bra- bragging gallery. Yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah. My yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. We'll get you on there. We'll get you on there. <laughs> we got to take a short break. When we come back, Austin Parr is going to join us from Discount Fishing Tackle and give us a fishing report and tell us what's all going on. 
at Discount Fishing Tackle. This segment's been brought to you by Hunting Gear Outfitters and Caribou Gear. This is a new store in Highlands Ranch. They're located at 8955 South Ridgeline Suite 1100. You can check them out at huntinggearoutfitters.com, and they're going to be on with us next Saturday. So we look forward to that. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000 square foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area and expanded gunsmithing in Duracoat and Cerakote areas. Family owned and operated, Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting and long range precision firearms. Also suppressors from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms. Building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496, or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com. Ladies, I know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing. So let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. RampartFirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality eye and vision care for over 50 years. Stack Optical is a family-owned business, and they're proud to be one of the few optical offices that have their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Your one-stop shop for all of your vision needs, eye exams, glasses, and contacts. And don't forget about the Stack Sports Pack. Let owner and certified optician Alan Stack customize a pair of specialized glasses that will make your next outing on the golf course or on the gun range better than ever before. Call today for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Or check them out at stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. My name is Scott Watley here with Kevin Flesh. If you're just getting in the car or turning on the radio, we are coming to you live from Colorado Springs. We are at Archery School of the Rockies at 2110 Bush Avenue celebrating their one-year anniversary in their new space. And uh, a new space it is. I mean, huge areas to shoot. they got their 3D targets and uh, several areas to shoot. doesn't matter what level you're at from beginner to, hey, They've got some folks here training for the Olympics. So um, great, great place, great pro shop, as we mentioned, and we want to encourage all the hunters out there as well. 
Get in now. Don't wait to get in. I mean, August 31st is going to be here before you know it. So uh, get in here. Get your bow tuned up. Let Dennis and his crew help you out, and uh, they will do you good. And be sure and tell them you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. Well, we're going to go to the phones and talk to our good friend Austin Parr from Discount Fishing Tackle. Austin, how are you, sir? Doing excellent, Scott. Thanks for having me. Well, good deal. Hey, Austin, how are you? How are you, Kevin? I'm good. I'm good. I haven't uh, haven't gotten out to use that sink tip uh, fly line that I just got from you guys last week, but I'm going to try to try to do that fairly soon here. So, what's going on with the fishing world these days? You know, this time of year, normally we're starting to really think about a lot of your dry fly type stuff going on in your in your rivers. Um, however, with the, yeah. the high flows that we're still dealing with right now, the, the still water situation, the still water opportunities are definitely going to be a, a lot better for you right now. So maybe heading up to the mountains to fish something like Antero or Spinny, both are still producing incredibly well. Normally you're seeing those fisheries really tail off this time of year with the heat, but with how cool everything has been, those fisheries are still being quite prolific. And the same thing goes on the front range. We aren't seeing our shad bloom yet and really any of our uh, major walleye lakes, whether it be on the eastern plains or the, or the northern front range or central front range or southern front range. There really isn't any bait fish anywhere out there right now, and those walleyes are still on that early springtime pattern where we're seeing fish on structure and catching large numbers of fish. So what's, uh, what's sort of the pattern that you've seen relating to the walleyes right now? I mean, is it really still sort of the early spring sort of pattern because they don't have these, uh, the shad to be feeding on? Yeah, so without all those bait fish in the lake, those fish aren't peeling off onto the main basin yet to chase any of those schools. So we're still dealing with all the fish sitting tight to structure. So, for instance, if you're talking about a place like Cherry Creek, uh, their fish are going to be in shallower than 14 feet of water for the most part. There's a few fish that are on a little bit deeper structure, but the key characteristic is they are up on top of a ridgeline or a point, some form of drop-off. They're up on top of it right now, and that holds yeah. true anywhere you're fishing for walleyes in Colorado right now. And when they're piled up like that, jigging them with live bait, you can pull a lindy rig to them or do some of my favorite techniques like a jigging wrap or a blade bait, all can be incredibly productive to catch a lot of numbers of fish. Sure. So with the, uh, with the structure, are you also looking for weeds then as well, or is it just the structure that you really need to be keying on? It's all dependent upon the lake that you're fishing. So on some of the front range lakes like Chatfield and Cherry Creek, there are some minor weed lines out there, certainly in areas. However, many of those fish are sitting on a little bit deeper structure. But if you yeah. transition yourself to a lake like Jumbo or Sterling, those bodies of water have a very prolific weed growth, and those fish will get right up on the edges of those weeds, and it almost is like fishing for pike. You're getting right yeah. on the edges of those weeds and throwing things like swim baits or jigs and leeches and catching a lot of fish. So we were out at Jackson Lake this spring doing a little fishing and a little turkey hunting that weekend mm -hmm. that we were out there. Have you fished or heard of anybody doing well out at Jackson right now for walleyes? You know, un unfortunately, you know, we had a, an accident on Jackson yesterday and a, a jet ski lost that. his life out there. So that's not so good. So that's a reminder for anyone, whether we're fishing or we're, we're pleasure boating, to be careful out there. But Jackson's kind of an interesting lake in the fact that there really isn't any of that structure that I'm discussing right there. So yeah. fish will get incredibly shallow out there. So this time of year, I like to throw a planer board out, even without bait fish in the lake, put something like a small Salmo Hornet or a flicker shad behind a planer board up shallow, and try and locate a good school of fish by covering water faster than I can cast. 
Once I can determine the location of those fish, that's where I'm switching over and either casting a crankbait or throwing a blade bait or even a swim bait. All could be productive. But finding that group of fish is key, and you're not finding them on structure on that lake due to the fact that it's more of just kind of an open bowl. Sure. Got it. So getting back to, we've talked sort of about what's going on with the walleyes. Um, so the lakes in the high country, certainly, um, you have the ability to do some trout fishing up there with some hatches and things going on. Have you heard people having any luck uh, with the high water in any of the rivers at this point? You know, they've been just so high that a lot of people are holding off on the majority of them. However, Cheeseman is the one body of water that we're still seeing some good prolific fishing happening on. And the one key characteristic Cheeseman Canyon being a tailwater is that it holds a lot of nice clear water. Although you have yeah. a lot of muddiness in a lot of places, that place will hold clear water. So throwing big streamers up there, we're focusing on stone flies and then San Juan worms have been fairly productive up there. Flows are high, um, but in general, fishing is still good. But the one thing we are seeing right now, we thought it was going to last a little longer, but a lot of these flows seem to be peaking right now. So, yeah. you know, barring any kind of crazy precipitation event, we should see those come down here fairly quickly, maybe even toward the time uh, as we get into the late part of July. Yep. Good. So what else is going on at the shop? So tell us what, uh, what people should be coming in to see what's going on with the new inventory or anything else. You know, this time of year, we are fully stocked, and that's the big thing I like to emphasize. Large big box stores start to really sell out a lot of, out, sell out of, a lot of inventory this time of year, whereas we still... We'll hold all our inventory down there, knowing that the bite has not ended. It continues to go right now, but we are facing some transitional periods. So if you're looking for not only the, the correct stuff, but the correct advice to go along with the stuff, we can absolutely help out with that. And that's what we like to pride ourselves in, is giving the customer the best advice possible so that they can go out and catch fish on their own. Um, it's easy to, to just sell the product, but, but talking about how to fish it, where to fish it, when to fish it, all are, are key characteristics of going out and being successful on the water. Austin Parr is with us, Discount Fishing Tackle. And, Austin, let's take a minute and talk about your guided trips. Absolutely. So this time of year is a fantastic time to get out on the water. Um, we are guiding on Chatfield and Cherry Creek. So if you're looking to take advantage of some of these bites that we were talking about, going out and catching really good numbers of walleyes digging and casting rather than trolling this is your time to do it but then also as we transition into that early august time and we start to finally see some bait fish another fantastic time to book a guide trip it's a time that a lot of people really start to struggle when there's so much bait fish in the water and that's where we can really come in show you what to do and, and continue to have success for these walleyes even into august and september when a lot of times that standard digging bite is eliminated I think, Austin, the one thing that you should talk about just to end the segment here is how you really try to help people learn to fish these lakes. I mean, the, the Metro Lakes, Cherry Tree Creek, and uh, Chatfield are pressured lakes. They're difficult to fish. Let's talk briefly about what types of techniques that you help people learn about and how to do it correctly. Absolutely. You know, I tend to really try and dial my guide trip around the individual client and many times my individual clients have their own boat they want to go out there and learn a certain specific technique it might just be okay what do i need to do from the basics how do i go out and catch fish but other people really want to get dialed into a certain technique like fishing a jigging wrap or or throwing live bait on a jig or even doing more of your trolling applications and that's something where we can really dial in a guide trip to whoever needs to go out there and and needs to learn a specific topic we don't just have to go out there and catch a lot of fish, although that's good, but a lot of times the, the more productive days are the ones where we can really dial it in, focus on a certain technique, 
and be, help someone truly become a better angler and, and become more well-rounded while fishing the walleyes or smallmouth bass. Right. You can give Austin a call, 303-514-5546, 303-514-5546, and uh, book a trip with him. And Kevin and I have done that. I need to do that when I don't have Rocky Mountain spotted <laughs> fever, though, <laughs> Austin. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I mean, that morning, man, I mean, we were doing good. Then all of a sudden, man, it hit me. And then just three days later, I found out I had Rocky Mountain spotted fever from a tick that I'd got in Montana. So, yeah, that was a That's, that's his fine. excuse, at least. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but give Austin a call. It's Discount Fishing Tackle, and uh, Austin is a great, great guy and a great resource. He'll be more than happy to help you. But I'm telling you, if you want to book a trip, learn a lot, catch some fish, this is who you need to call, 303-514-5546. Austin, hey, man, thanks for coming on, and congrats on the new puppy and the new baby. Thank you. I appreciate it. And as much as we're thinking about walleyes, Labrador in the backseat right now has me thinking about the fall. Absolutely. Oh, no absolutely. Well, Austin, thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. I certainly appreciate it. All right. Once again, we're coming to you live from Colorado Springs. We're at Archery School of the Rockies, 2110 Bush Avenue. When we come back, Mike Larison is going to join us, and Mike's on staff here as well, uh, along with Dennis Hess. And so come see us. We'll be here till 6 o'clock tonight. And then on Sunday, once again, if you're listening to our replay on Sunday, uh, they will be open 1 to 5 here at Archery School of the Rockies. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Now, many times you hear your radio host like me say something like, let me tell you about my friends at, then we'll talk about a sponsor that we truly believe in and endorse. Well, in this case, let me tell you about a company that really is part of my family, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. For over 13 years, we have trusted our furry family members to this wonderful staff. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. And their goal is to help you keep your pets happy and healthy throughout their life by providing complete pet care services every day, all at one location. We love the Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center Boarding Lodge, and your pet will too. Your pet will receive one-on-one -on -one care and attention throughout their stay. Open seven days a week for your convenience. Check them out. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, located at 8681 Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. 303-708-8050. 303-708-8050. Or check them out online at LoneTreeVet.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just turning on your radio, my name is Scott Watley. Here with Kevin Flesh. We're at Archery School of the Rockies in Colorado Springs. Glad to have Dennis Hess with us and Mike Larison. And Mike um, was a lucky man back in February, won a drawing at uh, the uh, outdoor show we did here in Colorado Springs. So, Mike, good to see you again. Thank you. You're smiling just like you were that day. Well, I'm a little more composed. You are. You day. are, man. That was cool. And uh, we had a contest there, and our good friend, Wynn Eubank, Colorado Outdoor Sports, had donated a hunt, and uh, Mike won the drawing for that. And so it was very, very cool. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about what you do here. Um, just like everybody else here, we're all volunteers. Uh, do what I can do, help out, I'm a certified coach, uh, and 
love working with the kids. Right. Uh, so what does that mean when you when people say a certified coach and the dentist is explaining to me that's through USA Archery? Right. Uh, what does that mean when you're certified? You go through a class. It's a weekend class, 16 hours. You have to demonstrate that you are competent in teaching and coaching. Because uh, I'm telling you, Kevin, I think right. we all know people are good at something. Right. Man, they are horrible at instructing and teaching and showing someone how to do it. Yep, completely yep. agree. So you have to be competent at, at archery to begin with, and then you, you go through the class to learn how to teach it. Well, I didn't start shooting again until about a year ago this past February, and uh, that was because I had just walked into the old, the other location. Sure. And they got me shooting again and uh, got to where I was fairly proficient. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, and then I went through the class, and uh, it's something I've, I'd like to see more people doing. Uh, for the simple fact, if they're not here coaching, who's to say they're not going to be outside with with different people, with right. kids? And uh, but it's just uh, it's a great deal, a great thing for me, and it's a new life for me. Yeah. Well, cool. And Dennis, one thing I failed to mention earlier on the four lessons for $60, and that's four one-hour lessons, 60 bucks. That's a good deal. That's a great deal. <laughs> and yeah. you supply the equipment if needed, and you get these certified instructors we're just talking about. Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> why do you do that? I want to ask you on that. Why do you do that? I mean, man, that's such a good deal. We, we would prefer to keep the prices low sure. to get people involved with archery. It's a great sport. Uh, no, a lot of times families will have an entire family come in and do lessons together. Mm -hmm. And I see, that's a great deal, Kevin. I mean, if is. you look at your situation, right? Anytime you do something, I mean, it's not just you and your wife or no, one right. child or two. Yep. You got three. So and it's, and it's something that you all can do together. And there's especially like in my family with the competitiveness of all of us that 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 really. It's something that people can remember to do, and it's something that people are, once they get into it, they want to do it. Right. And if we keep the prices lower, I mean, that's, that's three, four more if we get a family in right. that are into archery. And that's, we just want to keep it reasonable that they can afford to do that. Right. Yep. And PSC, you're doing a summer sale right now through the end of July. Tell us about that. Uh, PSC is doing a summer sale, like I said, the end of July and they have selected bows that they have as much as $150 off. Okay, wow. So, now what's someone looking for? I mean, if you know, someone comes in and uh, what are they kind of looking at money-wise to just to get kind of totally set up? And I realize there's, you know, prices all over the place, but let's say what would be a, a good bow, not, you know, something too low end, but just a good bow, getting them some arrows, getting them all they need. In all honesty, the a lot of the entry-level bows, especially PSE and Bear, are some of the best bang for the buck that you can get. They really shoot well, and they're not real expensive. You can get an entire setup of the bow with all the accessories you need to start off, and we can put you in one of those for 400 to $500, depending, depending exactly which one you select. Sure. Uh, at that point, yeah, you, you do need arrows and release, but that is enough right there to get you going. We have releases as low as $40, and arrows, we can get into a dozen arrows for around 80. Mm -hmm. So, And Kevin, we were talking about earlier where archery has come over the last 20 or 30 years, yeah. but man, when you look at it, 
I guess kind of like golf clubs when you look at you see some of these old golf deals. Guys got these old wooden clubs. Yes. And I mean, but you know what? I've seen guys hit things still with those old clubs oh, yeah. that, uh, you know, all the other stuff. So it's really just in technique a lot, isn't it, Dennis? It is. And one of the other things when you're talking about the entry-level bows, the entry-level bows today are as good or better than top of the line just from 10, 15 years ago. That's the amazing thing, the, the, the way these bows shoot now and, and all of the technology differences. Even from in my lifetime, we were talking before the show, I hunted a lot and shot, uh, you know, in the early 80s, and we were still using finger tabs, and, you know, then, uh, and the bows were very different in comparison to just the power of what they yeah, were doing. Exactly. And the way of feet per second with the arrows, and, and all of that technology is incredible. And it just, as long as you have good technique, um, it's incredible what you can do, and it's, it's all practice once you get the, the basic setup. It, it is. And fitting. You have and to have it fitted correctly. All all the bows anymore are good bows. Sure. They're all accurate. It's a matter of how accurate we can be with them. <laughs> right, right. So, Mike, what's the first couple of things you're teaching? That brand-new student standing there for the first time, holding a bow for the first time, what are those first two or three key points? Trying to instill in them the main thing we preach here. We want to really embellish on its safety 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 mm -hmm. safety and then it's basically getting right back to the to the the course the uh, classes every day i come in here i see something else i learn to try to help help these kids with their technique and it's just trying to get them to do the same thing repetition mm -hmm. repetition repetition and it's just to see them after 45 minutes to see how much they have learned, how much better they're getting. Then you see them the next lesson. It's just teaching them the technician and, again, the basics. Right, right. And I'm still learning the basics. Sure. <laughs> so, Dennis, when we talk about fitting someone with a bow, kind of walk us through that process. Yeah, it's very important uh, to get a proper fit uh, from peep sight height to tuning the bow to the shooter mm -hmm. and that's an individual thing of, of with their style of release and to get the arrow and the bow and the shooter all tuned together that that arrow is coming out of the bow straight and so forth uh, getting a proper draw length everything comes into play including the release that you're using so forth it's all uh, a combination of bringing it all together to right. work for that person. Right. Now we're telling you know, all the archery hunters to get in here and get their bow tuned up. What are you kind of looking at when you talk about tuning up a bow? Uh, first of all, set and just make sure that the, the bow itself is in good shape, whether it's strings, make sure everything's tight, just going through the bow and just taking a, a general look at the bow itself and make sure everything's right uh making sure that it properly fits i mean you may get a teenager he may gr may have grown <laughs> a couple sure. inches yeah. since right. he's been shooting last uh making sure it's proper fit uh making sure that the arrows that they have are are set properly with proper spine for that bow 
and just matter of timing, make sure that all, all the cams are still in time, that they haven't had any string stretch, so on and so forth. Sure. Just making sure that everything is set and ready to go. And uh, really prefer that hunters, uh, you want to get your bow checked out, get it in here now. Absolutely. I mean, don't you can wait really spend, the last minute. You can spend some time with them right now and really Ex go exactly. through Exactly. The worst part of being in an archery shop is a guy that walks in two days before season saying hey can you take care of my bow right. <laughs> it really is <laughs> well again come out and see them archery school of the rockies 2110 bush avenue they'll be here till six o'clock this evening and just a reminder again if you're listening on sunday um they are open one to five and our re-airing of our show is at 8 a.m and uh, again at 4 p.m and it's 10 percent nope. off of all for military for military all right so here's we're going to do something extra for military here 10 percent off of all pse and expedition bows and then also just a reminder on thursdays military you shoot free and on tuesdays our first responders shoot free so we want to thank everyone for that as well kevin we got about a minute and a half and i just want to talk to you about something we just saw a deal that hit the news on um and there's been a lot of boating things going on and jet skis and from the legal to your legal side at flesh and beck law take a minute and just kind of tell us about that so when we get into these situations where um the lakes right now in colorado are just plumb full of boats and boaters and and the safety aspect of what you have to do when you're out there you know using your recreational vehicle whatever it is whether it's a boat or a, a um, jet ski or right. anything else you want to make sure first of all that you're not impaired by anything because remember we have a, a law in colorado relating to boating under the influence and so if you get and i saw it a couple of weeks ago when i was out on cherry creek if you get pulled over by the the state uh, wildlife officer on the reservoir it's certainly something that you've got to be concerned about um, but secondarily you've just got to understand what exactly is going on around you and be aware so that if you're pulling a skier or a tuber or something else that you're watching in front of you and that you're following all the laws relating to just being aware and, and having a good lookout relating to these things it sounds like I'm not exactly sure what happened at Jackson Lake yesterday, but mm -hmm. um, you know, you just don't want to have that day where someone gets hurt or someone uh, sure. is killed because of something that you do relating to a, a boating experience. And and actually, Addie and I a few years ago saw a couple of jet skiers uh, run each other over, and one of them got pretty badly hurt wow. and had to help him out. So it can happen in a blink of an eye. So with all of the people that are out there boating just be aware and, and be, know the be laws careful. on all the life jackets yes. and all the things make sure that you have your life jackets make sure that you have the fire extinguisher or whistle you know all the things you need to have so that when uh, when something bad does happen and wear your life jacket because as much as we are in a warm especially in the front range it's the, the lakes are fairly warm this time of year um, it's still amazing what can happen when you fall out of that boat and and sure. you want to make sure that you're you're wearing something that'll help you in case you get hit in the head and you're not able to take care of yourself the way you should be able to so right. um, be aware um, be careful don't don't use any alcohol or drugs while boating and uh, just be careful out right there. right 303-806-8886 is kevin's number flesh and beck law so dennis Thank you, sir. Mike, thank you. And I want to thank Karen for having us out here for Archery School of the Rockies and also Austin Parr Discount Fishing Tackle. 
Hope everyone has a great rest of your weekend. Um, a little stormy here these last few days, so yep. <laughs> be careful with that as well. Once again, they'll be here till 6 o'clock tonight and also 1 to 5 Sunday, archeryschoolotherockies.com. Their number is 719-ARCHERY. Thank you for joining us. I want to thank Kevin for being here and his girls as well, Kendall and Addie for being with us, and uh, we thank you most of all. Check out our website, sportsmanofcolorado.com. Everyone had a great weekend. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.